This is Tom Fox. Welcome to the newest edition in the Compliance Podcast Network. My latest podcast, Compliance and Coronavirus. As the voice of compliance, I wanted to start a podcast which will help bring both clarity and sanity to the field of compliance, the compliance practitioner, and indeed the compliance profession during this worldwide health and healthcare crisis. Taking up a variety of topics as diverse as working from home to sporting events to the role of the board of directors to crisis management to the role of supply chains. We will look at all of these in this podcast. If you have a topic you'd like covered on compliance and coronavirus, please let me know. I'd be happy to do a podcast on it. We will post on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time for the foreseeable future as we navigate our way through this incredible crisis. First, a word about our sponsor, SAI Global. With the coronavirus and COVID-19 pandemic continuing to change rapidly, trust and integrity are paramount to business continuity preparedness. SAI Global is here to help compliance and risk professionals facing these challenges, including unprecedented business impacts from employee well-being to disrupted supply chains. SAI 360 is a cloud-first software and modern ethics and compliance learning platform designed to help you navigate risk from every perspective. To learn more about how you can protect your business operations and workforce during these uncertain times, visit saiglobal.com backslash risk for free resources, expert guidance, and industry-leading technology. Thanks again to SAI Global for sponsoring this most important podcast. In this episode, I have Sundar Narayanan, and we consider how compliance officers can bring empathy to bear during the coronavirus health crisis and the current economic dislocation. It's a very interesting podcast. I know you will enjoy it. Check out the links in the show notes. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back for another episode. And today I have with me Sundar Narayanan. He is a director of forensic services, and he joins us today. Uh, He is not in Houston, Texas. Uh, He is in India, and he has graciously uh, taking the time to visit with me because he has a really unique perspective that I think every compliance practitioner needs to hear about the challenges, many of the challenges we're all facing right now. So Sundar, with that incredibly long-winded introduction, first of all, welcome and thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. Absolutely, Tom. Thanks a lot. Um, Really glad to be joining you uh, on this podcast uh, and thanks for having me here. So, Sundar, what I'm asking many people such as yourself is either what are clients coming to you for advice on or what counseling are you giving your clients in this both health crisis and economic downturn? So what are some of the the key points that you're trying to uh, communicate to your clients? Absolutely. So, uh, Tom, one of the first things is that uh, this is unprecedented times that we are actually speaking about. And um, uh, there is is a combination of economic uh, uncertainties and uh, which is also combined with uh, the issue of epidemics that we are currently going through, a pandemic that we are going through at this point in time, both has a significant impact on the environment and creates challenging um, issues with regard to the business. What comes along at this point in time is uh, the compliance officers have a critical role in looking at the way the business is changing and how it impacts the risks and compliances at this point. Um, I'll just elaborate a bit uh, uh, to give it as a context. Uh, The thing is, at this point in time, the business 
nature is changing from how it used to function. Uh, things are going digital. Some of the businesses uh, are affected by the lockdown and some of the businesses are progressing with an alternative mode of running business, including work from home scenarios. All these are new to business environments or even compliance for that matter. So there are new areas of challenges that are emerging while um, uh, the, the existing areas are uh, are either pausing for a moment or, or are taking a new direction. So that is a critical point for compliance officers to relook really at the kind of risks that they may want to be addressing at this point in time. So as certainly uh, you're correct on risks, evolving, changing, changing today, changing perhaps next week, and they may change 30, 60, 90 days out. How do you advocate uh, compliance officers collaborate with others, both external to the company and internally? So um, uh, there, are, there are two critical parts uh, in that space. Uh, um, first is understanding the kind of risks that we are speaking about, right? The kind of risks uh, may relate to health and safety where you may want to work with uh, um, uh, uh, human resources. Uh, and the, the, the kind of risk that you're speaking about could be relating to technology, which is data security. Then you need to work with IT security professionals and uh, the kind of risks could be completely external, which is relating to your, uh, let's say, supply chain or um, external third party vendors, as the case may be. So in all these circumstances, there is both internal and external stakeholders involved in this. It is necessary to understand some of the aspects which we are speaking about as risks at this point in time. Uh, let's say, for example, health and safety. Not many companies may now may have considered health and safety as one of their critical compliance risks at an overall level. Now, it becomes absolutely important for them to consider this. This would mean that they need to interface with uh, uh, external stakeholders. It could be even uh, healthcare professionals in this case, which creates uh, an opportunities for risks associated with dealing with healthcare professionals. Um, uh, 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 on, on anti-corruption side or healthcare compliance side, as the case may be. All these are factors that one needs to take into consideration. Let's take, for example, what are the scenarios that we are speaking about? At this point in time, there is lockdown in many of the geographies that we are speaking about. And uh, um, the geographies are attempting to see how to contain uh, the pandemic um, extension at this point in time. Um in this lockdown kind of scenarios, there is filtration. There is as, as constant vigilance on the vehicle movements. What kind of vehicles can move? What kind of vehicles cannot move? There is risk of bribery and corruption associated with transportation, logistics at this point in time, much more than what the company would have anticipated earlier, specifically for essential services, uh, uh, including food and also medicines, as the case may be. That's an example that needs to be considered. Another clear example is, uh, let's say, uh, because we are actually going through a scenario of work from home environment, uh, there could be issues relating to um, uh, harassment by team managers on the team uh, employees who are not used to working in remote working environments. That's going to have an impact on compliance, right? This is not that you, you may not have trained them also. You may not have exposed them to that scenario because that was never planned as a thought. It's in this BCP environment that's working that along. Again, there is a compliance challenge which is different from what uh, the compliance officer may, may have considered earlier. Third, uh, because of this work from home environment, let's say you're speaking about newer issues like um, uh, security breaches. 
um, uh, uh, one of the typical scenarios that is com- that's coming along with the connections that we are having conversation with is uh, confidential information because with the con- with the comfort of sharing screens with uh, multiple tools like Microsoft Teams or Zoom, people are sharing confidential information on screen, which is taken as a screenshot by the other person. So you don't have an evidence of something being shared. So that's a risk that that has a significant compliance impact. And in addition to that, there is regulatory compliance requirement. The, the different governments are saying that you need to come up and report to us in terms of people affected by the pandemic. People who show symptoms or assist uh, either asymptomatic or symptomatic of uh, the pandemic. All those are things that's going to have impact. These are variety of risks. Each of them have different dimension than what a compliance officer would have considered when they were planning for their compliance actions for the year. And that's where it is necessary to revisit compliance and also work with other stakeholders, be it the stakeholder from human resources, be it the stakeholder from uh, information technology, be it the stakeholder, external stakeholders, marketing, to leverage this time to uh, uh, take compliance uh, effort forward. Let me pick up on a couple of points you you uh, said in there, uh, and I want to focus on third-party relationships. So typically when an American compliance officer thinks of a third-party relationship, they may think of a supplier, they may think of a sales agent, they may think of someone who helps them do business. But I want to flip it around to if you are supplying goods, products, or services, uh, your third party may be your customer. So you may be supplying goods to me in the United States, um, and you, as the compliance officer in India, would you suggest that they be proactive and reach out to their customers to talk about some of the risks that you've articulated, um, confidential information risk? logistics and uh, transportation risks, uh, perhaps some of the medical risks? Do you, do you really think that suppliers need to engage in those proactive communications with their customer base? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we need to be very mindful of this particular point that each of the supplier is signing uh, on the dotted line. The contracts have compliance requirements as part of it. And compliance requirements um, per design is expected to happen in an environment, uh, uh, in a controlled environment, uh, uh, in typically. But that's not going to be the case all the time. In this particular scenario that we're speaking about, it's not in a controlled environment. It's in everybody's homes. It is necessary wherever they see that there is a risk which they will not be in a position to mitigate. Or it will be impossible to control. With the existing tools and technologies, it is necessary to have a honest conversation with um, their, their, their third parties and get a perspective of what to, what are they doing in this? How are they dealing with this scenario? Because it's a collective challenge. It's not an individual challenge that one third party is going to face. It's a collective challenge for everybody. That's a fascinating point that it's a collective challenge. And that would really indicate to me that everyone up and down the chain needs to be a part of that conversation as well. Would you agree with that assessment? Absolutely, absolutely. It's no in uh, single man's job to actually uh, address this. Um, uh, let's say it, it probably needs a conversation with some of the tool providers to see what is it that we can do in 
preventing something like this from happening. If we are speaking about threat of sharing of confidential information, right? If we are speaking about threat of, um, uh, let's say, uh, healthcare compliance related issues, how do we deal with them? Because, uh, uh, of course, healthcare companies would be familiar with healthcare compliance challenges, not necessarily other companies, right? That could be several variety of other companies which are into, let's say, um, food essentials, which are which may be actually um, interacting with HCPs for testing their own employees, for doing um, uh, screening of their own employees, right? Again, there is a HCP touch point. It's necessary to see uh, how these risks are undertaken. So the more compliance officers are able to speak with their channel, it could be a peer group or it could be with their suppliers and customers, as the case may be. It's going to be more collaborative outcome. So let me change the focus just a little bit uh, to crisis management. And typically, uh, compliance is not a part of that discussion. It's viewed as the public relations, perhaps legal, perhaps reputational. But do you advocate that at this point in time and even going forward, that compliance be part of the crisis management planning and solution? Uh, Tom, that's an interesting question. Um, one of the things that's happening at this point in time is the differences of looking at uh, uh, whether it is um, um, uh, whether it is a marketing, whether it is uh, supply chain, uh, or whether it is management. All that is going off now. What people are doing, management are doing, is to involve all the senior leaders in addressing a BCP. How do we make sure the business continuity is established? If we see in the past four to five weeks across geographies, that's what has effectively happened. Compliance officers and uh, um, uh, ethics professionals are getting a seat on the table to support the organization in sustaining the business continuity. That's a brilliant opportunity to support the crisis, and also parallelly earn something much more significant, which is seat at the table. Sundar, um, unfortunately, we're near the end of our time, but this has been a fascinating exploration. And frankly, I'm going to have a lot more questions for you. I hope you will uh, be able to join me again because you really brought up a lot of points that I'm not sure American compliance practitioners are thinking about. So thank you very much, and I look forward to continuing the conversation. Absolutely, Tom. I'm really glad that um, uh, we were able to talk on the show and uh, um, I'm, I'm really hopeful that uh, together we are able to, um, togetherness and with empathy, we are able to get over the current COVID scenario. And um, I look forward to talking to you on any questions you may have on this topic. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of Compliance and Coronavirus. If you have any questions or you have a topic you would like explored on this podcast, please shoot me an email at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. Also, as a call to action, I would ask if you could to please tell one of your friends about the podcast so we can spread the word out about the newest podcast on the Compliance Podcast Network. Also, if you would leave us a rating on iTunes or a review, it would greatly help get this word out about this most important podcast over the next several months. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you'll join me for our next episode of Compliance and Coronavirus. This podcast is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.